0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Some of you may know that I was involved in something so extraordinary just a few weeks ago. Mamish, a marvel ala It's just unbelievable that I had this chus to be just that tiny, tiny little part of this thing. In New York, in the five towns, there's a woman. Her name is Lori Martin. Lori Martin is a very wealthy woman. She and her husband have given tremendous amounts of tzedakah. And never 10 years ago, they had a daughter, Sarit, who was very sick with Yanomachla. And the women of the five towns and Farakwe, they got together. They said, let's be like Rebetzin Kanievsky. Rebiz and Kanievsky used to say the brochu's out loud. Every morning, everybody would say, "Amen." Let's go to Lori's house. Every day, we'll say the brochus out loud. Every day, everybody will say, "Amen." Maybe it'll be a schus for Sarit. Unfortunately, Sarit was already so sick and she passed away shortly afterwards. But these Tidkaniasim, these wonderful women, they continued it till this day, which is 10 years later. Every single day, 40 to 50 women come to Lori's home. They all say, loud, then they dive in in different corners. Nobody should has- show them think that they're having a lady's minion. Then they all come together. They say, and somebody says, it and they come back the next day. And about three months ago, Lori's second daughter, married with twin girls. The girls weren't with her, but her husband was. She's walking in Miami. Suddenly she turns to her husband and she says, I don't feel well. And she falls. And she falls into a terrible, deep coma. To such a deep coma, Hatzala took her to the hospital. Her life was hanging on a thread. They couldn't even do an MRI or a CAT scan. That's how delicate, that's how close she was to total death. And they called Laurie. They said, you got to come down. you got to say goodbye to your daughter. You're never going to see her again. And you certainly can't talk to her because she's brain dead. And she comes down, and she's crying. And the siblings come down. They're all crying, saying, till by her bedside. After a month in the coma, they were able to stabilize her, but she's still in the coma. And they brought her up to New York, to Long Island Jewish Hospital. Another month goes by. In a coma, no discussion, no movement, nothing. And one of the women of this main group calls me a few weeks ago. Mrs. Karim Fuchs, and she says, you know, the side of Rabbi Yaakov Yosef is coming up. Could you please take us to the cave there of Rabbi Yaakov Yosef, And we'll all daven for Chai of Basdina?" I said, I'm not going on the earth side. Thousands of people go there. It's impossible to get near the cave, and nobody's going to be able to daven there. It's very tight quarters. If you want to go a few days before, and we'll go to the other base island, where Rav or Rav Yankov, and Rav Henach, Leibowitz, and the Chobetz Chaim, second wife are buried, and then I'll tell you about each of those, and then we'll go to Rabbi Yaakov Yetzir. If you mask him, I'll take the women. So, she got back to me. Yeah, they want to do it. Thursday morning, about three weeks ago, it is so hot. I can't believe how many people are there. 40, 50 women. And I said to them, you're not allowed to eat in a base, but I'm telling you, you must drink. You, Everybody's got to have bottles of water, because it is so hot, a person can dehydrated in the blazing sun. And we go to Rav Palm. I went there first because he's the Kayin. I told him stories about Rav Palm and the Rebetzin. And then Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky. I told him about the MSR Rav I told him a story that when his son, Rabin Ben Yelman, was opening South Shore, grade one, he wanted to put the mezuzah lower so the kids would be able to kiss it. He asked Rav if he could do it. Listen to what Rav said. Rav Yaakov said, you can never be a child in something that's false. That's not the halacha. The halacha is, it has to be up high, the bottom part of the first third. Put a little stool, put a chair, and make sure that a teacher is there so the kid doesn't fall. Never be Machanach a child in something that's false. <laughs> then we go to Rab And I say to all the women, to me this is the saddest. Rab Henach Leibowitz, who was the Rosh Hashiva of Chavetz the son of Rab David, never had no children. But he loved his Talmidim like his children. And every single time without fail, every single time that I was the mirel of Chavitz Chaim, and Rav Hanech was the sandik, when the baby was on his lap, right before we put the baby on his lap, he would call over the father. He said, I'll give you a bracha. Your son should be a marbet's Torah. Every single time without fail. So of course, today, the Chobetz Chaim guys, what they have done, it's unbelievable. In Dallas, in Milwaukee, in, in Cherry Hill, in Ottawa, and Vancouver, and Las Vegas, and all over the place, they're building Torah. All because of Rav Hanech. And I tell them the stories about Rav Henach, the and I decide to say, Perech Why did I decide Because the Pasuk says, Gam ki Even though that we walk in the shadow of death, I will not be afraid, because you are with me. The second I finish, I say to all the women, okay, now you could daven, whatever you want to daven, we'll daven for Chay Reza and I'm just going to walk over there to where the Chavetz Chaim's wife is buried. All of a sudden we hear a scream. Now, I'm telling men, no man can scream like a woman. And not only that, when women start screaming together, there's nothing. No man, no group of men can scream like women can scream. And the women are screaming. I don't know what happened. I am so frightened. I was positive that a woman dehydrated and fell and hit her head, either on a matzeva or on the cement. And I, I, I didn't want to think what happened. And, I, you know, like you begin to hear things. I think people are yelling for Hatzalah. And all the women are running. Everybody's running there. So, of course, I also went there. And they're yelling, she's on the phone. She's on the phone. And I said, who's on the phone? I'm thinking, what, Lori's on the phone with Salaam? She said, no, her daughter's on the phone. She just came out of the coma. I said, what are you talking about? And by the time I got there, she had up. I said, call her back. And I, she, called, as she calls her back. I said, Raquel, is this you? She said, yeah. I said, well, how do you feel? She said, I'm fine. Baruch Hashem. I couldn't believe it. She came out of the coma as we were standing by the camera of Rabbeinah. And these women are crying and hugging each other. They're all kissing each other. I'm standing back there, you know, not me. You know, they're all hugging and kissing. And, 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 and nobody knows what to do. So Lori said, let's say nishmas. You never in your life heard nishmas. On Yom Kippur, you wouldn't hear nishmas like that. And they're crying and they're saying all the words of nishmas. They thank Hashem. There's no words to thank. Nobody can believe that. It's happened. She just spoke to her daughter. And Lori says she's running to Long Island Jewish. Uh, I said, we got to go back to Rabbeinach. We have to say Mizma LaSeida. you have to say Kepit Kuf. And later that afternoon, somebody told me an amazing thing. He said, you know who this girl is in the coma? That's a Talmud of Rabbeinach. That's Harry Hirsch. Do you remember Harry Hirsch from Gold Manor? This is his granddaughter. Harry Hirsch learned in Chayim. He supported Rabbeinach. I was telling him that Rabbeinach loved the Talmudim. And this is the Talmud. it's his granddaughter. And she just came out of. I went to visit her the next day. But the reason I tell it to you is because there's a very interesting Gemara that we all have to know. The Gemara tells us in Raya Adam, if a person sees his a person sees that he's suffering and he doesn't get answered, never ever give up. No matter what ailment you have, no matter what condition you have, the Gemara says Why? Because of what was he saying? L'Adaver Oiri. Those of us who are no Nusach are going to say it tonight. Hashem Chazek Hashem. A second time, a third time. Never give up on anything. Tefillah is an answer to make a connection to Hashem. Anything can happen. I said to the women, "Don't for a moment think it was our tefillahs. That's ridiculous." Thousands of people have been davening. We were the icing on the cake. But that's it. And then one lady says to me, "But please explain to We don't want to leave here." We just, we've just we witnessed, like in this, how do you explain it? And I said, to them, I'll tell you how to explain it. There are three words in the English language that seem to have no connection, but they all have the same Hebrew letters in them. Nes, which is a miracle. nace, which is a flag that's on high. And Nesayan, which is a test. I said to them, why did Hashem test of Avinu? He loved him, what is he testing him? You know why, because he knew he would pass. And when somebody passes a test, always oh, on a higher amat. I said, all of you passed the test today. It is so hot. It's so blazing hot. This is not your daughter. This is not your granddaughter. But you came to Davin. You passed this test. You're on a higher aman. Now you're on like that flagpole, way up on top. And when you're up on top, that's when you see the miracles. That's why we were so to see that miracle. Because everybody else who Davin, they may have Davin in their shoes and their homes. But who came to Davin when it was blazing hot? When we thought that people could dehydrate. And you're for somebody that's not your daughter. That's an historian. And you passed that historian. And that's what tefillah is all about. Never give up. That's what Elul is all about. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories2inspire.org.